Psachim Daf Tzadikay. Today's email comes from Itamirwas. I have been a daily all daf listener since you started Psachim, and then he goes on to say that this is a year since he had Tchias Hamesim. He nearly lost his life to COVID. He was in really, really bad shape, and when he woke up, he realized that over a thousand people are saying Tehillim for him, and many people took upon themselves different mitzvahs and learning Torah. I graduated YU in '87, and I've learned more Gemara with you the past two months than I have in 35 years cumulatively. I learned many lessons from the near-death experience and believe neither hope to continue growing and learning, chesed, and striving to make a positive contribution for the short time I have on this earth. May you continue to enhance the lives of so many through your daily daf shiurim, and may we see a refuah for all chayli Yisrael, etam mirwas, should have a complete refuah shleima. Thank you for joining us and share. Hopefully we'll finish us together. The Mishnah on daf tells us, what is the difference between the carbon Pesach we bring on the regular Pesach and on Pesach Sheni. Well, Pesach Rishon requires halal when you eat it, and it's usher to own chametz while you eat it. Whereas Pesach Sheni, you could own chametz. Both of them require halal when you're shechting the carbon. Both of them require roasting the carbon. You need to eat the carbon with matzo marar, and they both push off shabbos. When the Torah says matzo sumrerim, the carbon Sheni needs matzo marar, but matzo marar is not in the actual carbon. It's a side thing. So this, side, this tells us about the mitzvahs that are together with the carbon Pesach. When the Torah says, Etzem Yishburu, shouldn't break a bone, that's within the carbon Pesach itself. So the Pasuk actually has three miyutim. And all the way at the end of the Pasuk, it gives us a klal. Kechol chukas ha-pesach. So anytime you have a miyut and then a klal, the klal comes to add. So we have three things that have to do with the carbon Pesach itself, and three halachas have to do with chametz. The Torah says, Matzah umreiru should eat matzah. That's an assay, positive commandment. So that comes to include tzli h. You have to roast it, as we said. It comes to exclude to be memayit that you don't have to burn your chametz. When the Torah says in the same passage, lo yashiru, you shouldn't leave anything over from that carbon pesach sheni. It's a lavanitik assay. There's a resolution. There's something you could do about it. If you leave over, burn it. So. It comes to include the issue of removing the carbon Pesach Shani from your house, moving it somewhere else. However, it comes to exclude a memayat that you're not over on Bal Yira. If you own Chomet, it's not a big deal. Etzem Yishburu is a loisase. Do not break this bone. It comes to include that you cannot eat the carbon Pesach Shani when it's raw, but it's memayat. Sishchat Olav Dam Zivchi. Isi ben Yehuda says, you don't need to come on to all this. Yasu Isi ben you shall do it, is a mitzvah in the guf, carbon. So then why does the Torah say, etzem le'ishbru? Well, what does that come to say? I already know it. Etzem le'ishbru. Even if the bone has marrow inside, which is meat, you cannot break it in order to get to that meat. According to Rabbanon, what do they do with Yasu Isi? They teach us Yasu, plural. You only do a carbon pesach sheni when you have two people. You should search for a second person. If you don't have, make somebody tummy. That is... But the first Pesach makes somebody tell me, so he'll have to go to Pesach Shani. The Pesach says, Ashir Yelochem Kilel Iskadish Chag. When Mashiach comes, Klaishwa will sing like they sang Shira by Leila Seder. In other words, Leila Seder is a time they say Halal, not by Pesach Shani. But during the daytime of Pesach Shani, we don't have a meal. So therefore, you do say Halal or Logically speaking, if Klaishrol brings a lulav to Beis Hamikdash, you say halal. You bring a carbon to the Beis Hamikdash, you say halal. Even Beis Hashani. 
What if a person is tummy on the second Pesach? How did he get there? He was tummy on the first Pesach. He's tummy again. According to the Tanakama, it doesn't push off the second Pesach because it didn't even push off the first one. Why should it push off the second one? Review says, no, we gave the guy a chance. He was tummy the first one, push him off the second. But if he's tummy again, let him be doicha, let him do the carbon bitum. There's a price that says that Pesach Shani pushes off Tuma. So that's like Rabbi Huda. And the same Brazil says that there's a concept of Lina. When you bring a current Pesach, you're supposed to sleep in Yerushalayim. Do not leave the walls of Yerushalayim that night. Both. Pesach Rishon and Pesach Shani. Now, says Gemara, that must be, as Machlaikis in Rabbi Yehuda, does he hold of Lina or not? Says the Mishnah, Karim Pesach, when most of Klai Yisrael is Tomei with the Tumah of Mace only, that pushes off, and you do the carbon betuma. But if a person is a zav, zava, nida, yuledes, that doesn't push off. However, if they go ahead and they eat, they don't get karis because only a carbon pesach that is eaten betahara, then if a zav and a zava come and eat it, then the chayv karis. But since Klaistral is eating betuma, they don't get karis. Rebelezer adds a step and he says, even if they went into the Bisa Migdash, they don't get cars for walking to the Bisa Migdash because, again, it's only when we send people out of the Bisa Migdash, and in this case, we're not sending the Tmei Meis out of the Bisa Migdash, they don't receive cars. If they push themselves and they go into the Heichal, are they Chayev or not? Two Lashonis or Rava. One Lashon says they're Chayev, the second Lashon says they're Potter. Have a wonderful day.